Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. This week we are dedicating our entire episode to hard cider. It's Friday, but it's actually Cider Day. How about them apples? <laughs> oh my gosh, we got all the jokes today. All right, so our plan here is tell you a little about some of our awesome cider producers, kind of walk you through uh, a list of the items we have in stock and just have a good old general conversation about cider. Uh, so I think Catherine's going to kick it off for us. My first cidery for this week is uh, 1911. They are out of Lafayette, New York. Um, 1911 was kind of born out of Beacon Skiff Orchards, which is an apple orchard in upstate. And then 1911 is their cider company. Um, so from them, we launched them, maybe it was the end of last summer. So they make some really great ciders. They brought us an original and a raspberry. They also brought us a rosé, which is super popular. And the cool thing about their rosé cider is that they actually use grapes in their rosé cider. Um, and then two of the newer ciders we have from them, we have their black cherry, which was the first cider from them that we did on draft, and it did super duper well. Um, it, to me, tasted exactly like old school black cherry soda that you would get. Um, I loved that one. And um, also, I was a giant fan of the packaging on it with those matte black uh, labels on there and then we just got back the tropical cider which is another seasonal from them this is back in stock we also brought this in on draft and this is super summery gives you a lot of pineapple some mango real fruity um and just perfect for summer yeah 1911 is a really fun one for us i think as they continue to grow um their kind of cider business their cider brand and we get to go along for that journey and see things evolve you know, Tropical and Black Cherry have kind of been seasonal releases that that are pretty much looking like they're going to be available all the time because they've been so popular. And, and then bringing in draft for the first time of an item and seeing how well that went in the market. And just, uh, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, I've had the opportunity to visit that orchard. And it's just a really cool uh, place to be and really see that this is truly a, you know, tree to can, I guess you would say, um, cider using their own apples. Um, and the little details, it's funny the things people notice and talk about. I have more people mention their can labels to yeah. me. Not only the look, but how good they feel and all these things. So it's a really, really fun cider uh, for us. And it's really fun to, to kind of watch what's going to happen next. I think what will probably happen next for them is something we got a little peek on last year. But I believe the next kind of limited or seasonal release we'll see, you know, shortly down the road will be the return of Cider Donut. Um, We're already thinking about fall stuff. Oh, it's not even summer. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it's fall in beer and cider. Um, cool. So the next brand uh, or cider kind of we want to touch on here is McKinsey. So McKinsey's is another upstate New York product. Um, they know how to make good cider in New York, apparently, because they we've do. got a couple of great ones here. So, so many apples. McKinsey's is a fun one um, for them as well. You're going to see some themes, I think, in some of these different ciders and in, in the, the flavors and the angles that, that people are really responding to right now. And so, you know, we talked about Black Cherry from 1911. Black Cherry from McKinsey's does extremely well for us um, as well. Again, um, something that we originally just carried uh, in smaller format packaging. The McKinsey's items, different from the 1911 items, are in six-pack glass, 12-ounce uh, bottles. So we originally had the... Um, the cherry and just the six packs. And then we recently brought in draft of that as well. It's been selling quite well. Um, the first draft item we had from McKinsey's was a seasonal release, um, which was their pumpkin last year that did extremely well. So we look forward to having that again. And then the other item we're currently carrying from McKinsey's is their uh, kind of hibiscus uh, strawberry rosé. Um, rosé all day. 
as they say. You should put that on a t-shirt. Ah, I just came up with that saying. Nobody's ever heard that before. Um, but it's uh, it's really, really good. A little touch of uh, the, the strawberry in there, a little bit of hibiscus, just a really nice cider. And they've got some fun stuff coming out in the near future as well. Um, but McKinsey's is a really, really good one you should, uh, you should uh, keep a lookout for. Love it. My next cidery for this week is um, Red Clay out of Charlotte. So they are our North Carolina cider. Uh, we love working with them. We've been working with them for about a year and a half. Is that right? Oh, that um, sounds about right. Yeah. About right. And um, so they bring us their uh, Queen City, also their South End, which is their semi-sweet, and then their Cherry Bob and Trolls. Um, the thing I love about these is that they're made with all North Carolina apples, so they are mostly all North Carolina product with the exception of that cherry bobbin because they use some Michigan cherry juice in that and Michigan is where the owners are from. Correct, right? correct. So yeah. um, so a little bit of a nice like tie there as well and I love that cherry bobbin. It's got great flavor and I am a sucker for pretty colors on things and it just pours a really nice bright pink color. Um, from them, they also added this year a rosé cider because they are mildly popular. Um, their rosé is great, just a touch of berry, black currant to it. Um, and then some limited releases uh, and seasonal items we have from them. We have their uh, Bramblin' Blackberry, which is great. There are not that many, if any, blackberry ciders out there right now. And so, again, as a sucker for color, it pours this like deep plum, dark purple. It is super duper fruity. Uh, Touch of tartness. Um, it's a blend of uh, their cider along with some blackberry wine. And then also we just got in their um, summer seasonal, which is their jalapeno. This does so well for them every year. It is a blend of their cider along with pineapple juice. And then they go ahead and steep some de-seeded jalapenos in there. So you get just a touch of spice, a touch of warmth. It is not super duper hot, but it kind of balances out that sweetness of the pineapple. And it is really really tasty um if you haven't tried that i highly suggest it. it is just great for warm weather drinking i am a huge fan of that jalapeno yeah love uh, it from the first time i had it um uh, i just love that i am a big fan of jalapenos in general um so this gives you kind of that nice flavor not a lot of heat but a little bit just really really nice flavor the pineapple comes through really nicely it's a really nice uh blend um Gives you a bit of a spicy cider Rita almost finish yeah, to it. Yeah, I love it. that. Just, you know, I love that. Just, <laughs> just such. It's it's truly one of my favorite uh, kind of seasonal offerings every year. Really, really excited to have that one back. And then one other item from them that I think is fun to talk about. Um, you know, we see it in very limited amounts, um, but is the in the buff that they do, which is you know, if you are a person that says I like um, cider in its purest form, super dry slightly tart you know that is going to be the one for you you'll probably only find it in on draft in limited accounts that are really really focused around their cider program but it's you know it's culinary apples it's cider apples blended it's a champagne yeast i believe they use and it just gives you the true essence of those products and it's just really really fantastic it's something i really look forward to and when i see it uh, in an account I, I definitely go out of my way to to enjoy it yeah, i, I love what red clay is doing yeah. everything they're doing yeah. is spot on um, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, we're definitely lucky to work with them. And then obviously as a state, it's pretty cool to have such an awesome cider producer in the state of North Carolina, uh, based in the state of North Carolina from Charlotte. So yeah, really, really good stuff. Uh, next one I want to touch about, uh, touch on is Recorder League, um, which is exciting because just to be totally honest, it's, you know, it's been out of stock for a while. Um, selling so well. This, 
this uh, kind of Swedish cider maker. Um, I hopped in a boat, went all the way to Sweden, <laughs> grabbed some, brought it back. Uh, that's not a true story. Does it all? Uh, yeah, um, that's why that's why it took so long. But we, <laughs> but it's been out of stock because it has been so popular. So we're super excited to have it back. Um, what's kind of cool about Recorded League is you know last year they introduced um, a straight apple uh, hard cider, which is super good and super uh, interesting. It's interesting because all of the rest of their ciders are actually pear based. Yeah. So they have a straight pear cider that you can get, and then they do a mango raspberry, a passion fruit, a strawberry lime, a wild berry. Um, these ciders, when we first started working with them a few years ago, super well received, um, great straight up. A lot of people like to use them as mixers as well because they give you some of those great flavors. Um, you know, they all do really, really well. I think we see a huge response to flavors like uh, mango raspberry. Uh, and strawberry lime and even that pass fruit. They're doing a really, really nice job with those. 12-ounce cans, um, fun labels. What I like about their labels is the, the, the dominant image on the label is the fruit, right? So you know exactly, you know exactly what you're getting. What you're getting. Uh, black matte kind of uh, bordering on them. Uh, cans only, so we don't have draft. We don't have any other format of those, but they just came back in stock. Uh, so much so we knew they were going to sell quickly that we got two orders in the same week because we got it in earlier this week, started to sell really, really quick, and had a second one on the back end of that coming in as well. Um, so just a really fun cider to have back in-house. I know um, our team is very excited about it, uh, and we joke, but it's not a joke, about how many emails or phone calls we get when things, <laughs> when things maybe are running out of stock or in high demand. And so this would be definitely high up on the volume of email list. Um, from our team internally, so it's really great to have it back Waiting in stock. To get back. Absolutely. And the thing I love about the Recorder Lakes too is as soon as you crack those cans, you can it gives you all of those aromas of um, the fruit that's in those ciders. And you were talking about different ways to enjoy them. Um, they suggest on their website to pour it over ice, which is pretty neat. And so then it just stays super duper cold, um, and you can kind of enjoy it like outside. Keep, keep you cool, um, and I think that's just a, a different way of drinking cider than I'm not used Absolutely. to. Absolutely, yeah, over ice. And I've seen people mention that before, uh, and I think depending on who you talk to as a cider maker, they have different opinions on that. Um, but it's definitely something that recorderly goes for, pouring it over ice, nice, cool, refreshing drink, especially as the weather warms up. So uh, a great, great call out, great point. So my next cidery is um, Samuel Smith, or as I like to lovingly refer to them as Sammy Smith. Um, they are from the UK and they bring us some organic ciders. They bring us an organic cider and or, an organic perry. Um, so these are certified organic. They're also gluten-free. Um, the organic cider is really great. It's, it really lets the apples shine through. You get a little bit of tart, a little bit of acid, a little bit of sweetness, um, but overall just like a clean, crisp, and refreshing cider. And then we added the perry... Um, maybe just over a year ago or so. Um, and the thing I love about that is that you kind of have that uh, pear-based cider. Um, and the thing that's that's great is that you get these really ripe, juicy pear flavors. Um, again, still finishes pretty dry, but you get this crisp cider that is still kind of smooth and rich and just a little bit different from the cider that um, everybody's used to from Samuel Smith. Yeah, you know, it's our... Uh... UK cider, yeah. right? And, and, I, and another cool thing about them, if you're used to seeing, you know, Samuel Smith's one of those iconic breweries that we love to talk about and obviously worked with for several, several years. Um, and one of the things they've done overall in the last couple of years is introduce some smaller format packaging on more of their items. So this is something that we previously only had in large bottles, you know, and now we also have it in those four packs of smaller bottles. So that's a great way to go about getting it. And, you know, in the last couple of years, maybe not even a couple of years, Samuel Smith, 
has rolled out this limited draft program where every once in a while they, they give us a few kegs of something here and there and we get to introduce kegs of Samuel Smith um, to the market for the first time. And the rumor is the next one we're going to see is going to be one of these ciders. Oh. Uh, I think it's going to be the Perry. Okay. Uh, so that'll be Excited. a fun limited draft offering that we'll have available for them in the near future as well. Uh, those are super limited, you know, only a handful of them, but it's kind of fun to to uh, get those out in the market and see people's reaction. That, it, that's something people have been asking for for a long time is, hey, you know, how do we get Samuel Smith kegs? And historically, the answer has been, well, you don't. Nobody <laughs> nobody in the country does. But now they've started to do these programs. It's been a fun way to um, to get more sampling of their uh, beers or get the long-term beers and cider, excuse me, or get their long-term loyal drinkers of their pocket to have it on draft for the very first time, which is a really neat uh, thing to see. Um, the final cider producer that we're going to talk about today from our great lineup is going to be Seattle Cider. I bet you can't guess where they're located. Hmm. Um, <laughs> tweet us. No. Um, <laughs> so Seattle Cider, great, great cider producer. Um, great story behind this cider too. So um, the you know the owner of Seattle Cider also owns um, a, a small brewery. Um, in the Seattle area as well, that pretty much stays local there. But as the story goes, um, became more involved uh, and aware of things like celiac um, and gluten intolerance, things like that. And so um, from both personal experience and just, you know, knowing other people, and so really wanted to uh, kind of develop a beverage uh, that could be enjoyed uh, by anybody who may have a you know celiac situation or gluten intolerance. And by the way, I am not a medical doctor. I am not. A, <laughs> but uh, historically, right, and majority of the time, uh, you're going to find cider to be naturally gluten free. Uh, and so developed uh, Seattle Cider, um, which has turned into just a phenomenal cider producer in the country. Um, and as we started working with them eh, a little over a year ago as well, um, we got even more introduced to some of the fun things they do. So we have quite a bit of variety from them throughout the year. You know, some of the core items you're going to see from them are things like dry and semi-sweet. And, and one thing I'll say about those is Seattle cider, generally speaking, is going to be on the drier end of ciders. So they really focus again on the fruit, on the flavors. So if you look at them and you're looking at things like um, calorie counts or carb counts, and that's something sugar counts. Sugar counts. Thank you. Something that you're really looking at. I would highly encourage you to check out the information on theirs. Um, you know, versus maybe some other uh, items in the market, depending on what you're trying to do, and you'll find them to be uh, pretty surprising. I think in a lot of those things, they really do focus on on bringing forward the fruit and a little drier cider. So, I say that because dry and semi-sweet to Seattle cider may be different than dry and semi-sweet from a different cider you may know. So I take a look at that. Um, but then, you know, um, we also have a rosé from them. Um, they make a tangerine turmeric that is really, really interesting. Mm, I love that one. Yeah, their seasonal uh, and kind of limited lineups are good. Every once in a while, we'll have some of their three pepper bottles. Their basil mint is really good. Um, the seasonal that we're just kind of wrapping up with and have limited inventory remaining of is their gin botanical that was really, really good. One of their neighbors is a distillery, so they use the botanicals uh, from their gin. Um, to, to make that cider. And then the one we just got, which is super fun and super exciting and people have been asking about, is their pineapple agave. Ooh, it's so good. It's really, really good. Again, dry, really nice. We have that in cans and in draft. And if you look at the, the different pineapple ciders we've talked about today, it's really, really cool um, how they all line up. Um, you know, we've got red clay 
and the jalapeno, which gives you that great pineapple flavor and a, that great kind of pepper, a little bit of heat um, flavor from there. Just a really nice blend there. And you look at what Seattle Cider is doing, pretty much going pineapple forward, but with that agave uh, as well. And then from 1911, we've got the tropical that has the pineapple with mango. So there's all these different flavors combinations going on in this in this pineapple cider world that all bring you something different. But that's been a great one. We've been looking forward to having that one. Uh, and they continue to come out with more and more exciting uh, things. And uh, I just I look forward to every new seasonal coming out from Seattle Cider. And very creative flavors. And speaking to your point about having a lower sugar, they really do a great job. Um, with their cider and getting all the flavors out of the apples and the things that they're mixing with their cider. So you get really full-flavored ciders without as much sugar. So that's super nice. Yeah, and they're um, using Washington apples as well, right? So yeah. we talk about local in terms of production. And um, Seattle Cider is also great on their social media for when they um, have some of these newer ciders come out. They'll include cocktail recipes, so they really kind of give you a lot of ways to try their cider and play with them and, and, and have fun with them. That's a great point. There's a lot of good information on their website. Really great um, cocktail recipes. Their, their packaging is nice and clean, and we talked about some of those things like sugar and things like that. They do a really good job of communicating that on their packaging as mm -hmm. well, so you don't necessarily need to download an app to your phone to uh, search uh, the macros as yeah. they say um <laughs> on their cider so yeah so that's kind of the last cider we're gonna we were gonna talk about today so i, I just kind of you know wrapping up here um you know i'm super psyched about the lineup of awesome ciders that we get to work with um cider's having a moment right now i mean you know and and not to go too deep or too long but you know cider hard cider was really the first true alcoholic american beverage Right, I mean, you're talking about early settlers uh, making making hard cider, so it's really cool. Uh, craft cider is such an exciting segment to play in, and you know, and all these producers we have from the state of Washington to upstate New York to North Carolina to just outside North Carolina in Sweden. Um, all <laughs> quick trip by boat. Y'all been to Sweden, North Carolina? <laughs> uh, really, really good stuff. So I really enjoy talking about sampling and, and, and working with all these uh, different ciders we have. Yeah, love them all. Yeah, so thanks a lot for listening once again. Hope Joining us on Cider Day. Cider Day. Cider Fest. <laughs> cider Pod. Okay, we're done. Um, so hope you all have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy your weekend.